0: morning, welcome to Emmett Audio. It is a glorious day. Sunny, but a little bit of cloud. Breezy. One might even say windy. And, most importantly, cool. It's in the mid-60s right now. It's supposed to get up to the mid-70s. And that's a relief after <clears throat> a couple days in the 90s. We had a tremendous storm front come from storm front come through last night uh, in the evening and um, yeah rain like I like you only see every couple of years and uh, <coughs> uh, but and, and heavy wind but thankfully because they've been doing a lot of tree work around here no power outages, no trees down as far as I've been able to tell this morning. I sat down with our calendar and tried to accurately assess where I figured I was booking work for at this point, because as I get further and further away from New Year's, I end up um, sort of slipping a little bit and a little bit and a little bit from where I thought I was going to be when I was booking, and I tried my best to pad in catch-up time into when I'm booking, <clears throat> because I just write the orders in a in a day planner, and that gives me a rough sense of when I'm booking work, and most importantly, when I should be done in the fall in order to not have booked too much work and end up uh, not being able to finish it before the Christmas tree season starts, November 1st. and what I found excuse me, was that I thought I was booking the end of July, but that actually, given that I'm going to be gone two weeks in August, that essentially I'm done booking the rest of the year, because I'm about two to three weeks behind what I thought I was, but that gets sort of shuffled out across a couple months, because for August, for instance, I'll have two weeks to do the Spoon of the Month Club but I won't have any time to do uh, other orders. So those orders that I don't get to will then get shuffled into September. So that's it, my books are closed for the season, which I have to say is a bit of a relief because all of the uh, perky jerkiness of the world news has had me worried that my <clears throat> work was gonna dry up. And it, it it did for maybe a month, but it's back to normal levels now. But it just kind of got me antsy to have the rest of the season tied up. Because at this point I know, at this point I know that you know I have full employment through the rest of the year, all the way through to January 1st. And at this point I have essentially six months <coughs> to accept orders from people for work starting in January and that means that by the time I reach January I usually have about three or four months worth of work already lined up. And, uh, and that's a tremendous comfort to me knowing where the money is gonna come from, knowing that I have orders on the books. Um, and it's a comfort that I don't understand why more people don't avail themselves up. I understand all the reasons why they don't wanna do it, how it you know, makes them feel like they've got to do something. Um, and it also makes them feel like maybe they can't follow their artistic vision. They don't have as much flexibility. And also, maybe that the sort of standard, the the quality control standard is there. All these things are true. It also means, for instance, that you either don't accept payment right away on your website or you do and then have to deal with the money flow problems of having money come in at random times and not necessarily have it come in at regular, in a regular flow the way you want it to. So, the way I do it is. I only ask people for money once the object is in the mail, which means that I do need to keep a certain cushion in the bank account in order to be able to float hundreds of dollars of shipping at a whack. <coughs> but, um, but what I find is that it means that... Oh, these guys are mowing. I wonder if that means I should be mowing too. Um, look at that. Alright, it's haying season. Well, tack that on top of everything else I need to be doing in the next month. It's time to start mowing at the farm. <coughs> uh, interesting, huh. So. Wow, interesting to think about the ramifications for my schedule of fitting in some mowing at the farm. Um, Okay, so. What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that Ah yes, I was talking about uh, accepting payments and how, how taking payments after things are in the mail means that essentially if I do a certain value's worth of work each week and I book people for that work as it hits the mail, people might take a little longer here or there for money to come in, but more or less you know with a with a staggered time frame the money that is booked is coming in and that smooths out the amount of money that's entering my bank account across the year in the same way that the that the work itself is smoothed out and what that means is that it's just easier to run our lives <clears throat> without feeling like there's this big chunk of money and and sort of trying to hold on to it or decide how much of it to spend, which is what happens with the Christmas tree season. So I'm, I'm grateful to have both. I'm grateful to have a big chunk of money come in at one time of year, but I'm also grateful to have enough money to live on coming in throughout the rest of the year that um, it just sort of smooths out the bumps financially. <coughs> Another benefit of booking out work like this, having a a wait list, is that it justifies price increases. So every year, I increase my prices for my work. This year, prices have gone up about $3 across the board. Um, Blanks have gone up a dollar per. And that's held Pretty much consistent, you know. Sometimes it's four or five dollars, depending on the form. Um, but, so for instance, things that are 35 are going up to 38. Um, and how much I increase my prices has to do with a gut sense of what's a fair price for it, right? So, if economically, we are going into a boom time, I would probably increase my prices to 40 bucks. But it doesn't feel that way. And it might seem like, well, 38 or 40, what's the difference? But I think there is a difference psychologically. And also just in the sense that it gives me more room to grow. Either way, I can now announce my price increases for January and people will know that the new price is what it is six months in advance. They're, they know what they're signing up for. And they also know that there's a reason for it, which is that I have so much work that my books are now closed for this year. And more than anything else, that justification, the fact that I have more work than I can handle, is the justification for raising my prices. And I never want that to go away. I always want to raise my prices a small enough amount that I still have that justification, because that allows me to continue to grow. You want to keep your price increase at a pace with your growth that generates demand. If you increase your prices too much, you start to dry up the demand for your work. And then, hey, that's my... Face mask lying on the ground. Arrgh! What a funny thing. Um, so, so you want to you maintain demand at pace or slightly higher than the amount that you increase your price. And that means that playing the long game, you can increase your price again and again and again over time. Now, you have to be able to increase your price over time. Otherwise, (coughs) you won't keep up with inflation and increases in cost and living. Roughly, you need your income to increase by 10% each year in order to hold steady with where you're at. So, that's a that's a reasonable goal to shoot for. And you won't necessarily be able to do it on price increase alone. And this is why I think in the if your long-term vision is to build a brand for yourself, build, a, build name recognition and a following of people who are interested in what you're doing, then starting out small enough, starting out, uh cheap enough that you give yourself a lot of room to grow right a lot of a lot more productivity that you could unleash, a lot more price that you could increase to what you end up with is a lot of room to grow. <clears throat> come on dogs And that's good because well why is it good I could have the money? I could have the money now. But the problem is that whatever you can command as a price now, in terms of how many people know about you, how much demand there is for your work, often, whatever that is, it's lower now. Fewer people know about you now than will know about you in the future. Fewer people want what you have now, then will want what you have in the future. That's, of course, if you're doing the rest of all the things right. If you're continuing to push uh, sort of long-term projects forward that will improve your reach, right? So like writing a book, Starting a blog, starting a festival, starting a... Right, you gotta create something new that will help people with what they want help with, that will serve a need that they have. And if you do that, if you lean into that work, then your reach will expand. Now, of course, the devil's in the details, and how much it expands and whether this process works at all has a lot to do with your mastery of those details. Whether you've got your tone right, whether you are actually providing something that people want, whether you are doing it in a way that's good enough for people to want it, whether your price is right for the thing that you're doing, right? And how easy it is to work with you, how, how enticing it is to follow along <coughs> with what you're doing. There are lots of ways to go wrong. But the point is, as you go along, if you are doing it right, the opportunities for you to reach more and more people will continue to increase. There might be times when, because of different dynamics, you know, the aging of a social media platform, for instance, your ability to do that will become more difficult growth will slow but whenever that happens there's always an opportunity to do something that nobody else is doing and to gain an advantage because everyone else's growth is slowing also so where does that lead me okay so then right so the point then is we adjust our lifestyle to our income. So if you adjust your lifestyle to your income at a lower amount, and then allow your income to grow year over year, because you've given yourself room to grow, that is a much more comfortable place to be than trying to grab as much income as you can by pricing too high, and then ending up With a declining income because your price is not in line with um, the demand that you have here's a robin's egg on the ground ah oh, they're so blue that's beautiful um At any rate, the point is, if you want the stability of income, of being able to lock in months of work at a time so that you know what's going to happen and you have a runway to react to unforeseen circumstances, And if you want the ability to increase your prices year over year, then might I suggest lowering your prices to the point that you start to generate a wait list of people who want things from you. And at the point that that list is generating more work than you can complete in your average day, that it's producing a surplus of work at that point you know that you're at the right price point and that you're doing all the other things right it's not that you shouldn't continue to lean into the other things to try and do them better because those will also move the needle but they move it less than you think and you're leaving a big lever on the table if you don't think about your price and how you can use it to generate the kind of um, certainty of work and the ability to increase your prices over time that I find to be far more important than maximizing my income at any given moment. Thank you for listening. Talk to tomorrow.